This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey everyone, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And believe it or not, this is episode 810. I can't believe that since 2016, I've created 810 different original episodes of the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. But I have, and I hope that you view it as a bit of a good deed, because that's what we're going to be talking about today, how doing a good deed every day can change your life. And we have a very special guest to do that, Shannon Anderson, who is someone I've been meaning to have on the podcast for the past couple of years, and finally we're doing it. So Shannon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I want to tell you all a little bit about Shannon before we get started, because she is a multi-talented, really busy person. And we're so lucky that she wrote a story for us a long time ago. I think it was back in, I don't know, 2011. But Shannon is an award-winning children's book author. She's a national speaker. She taught first grade through college level for 25 years. She has a master's degree in education. She was named one of the 10 teachers who, quote, awed and inspired on the Today Show in 2019. And she lives in Indiana with her police chief husband and two daughters. And first of all, Shannon, let's just discuss how you became part of the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. How did we get so lucky? Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, well, I had done a little experiment with my own family where we were doing a good deed a day. And I wrote up about this experience because it was such a positive thing that changed us. And I had looked on what the Chicken Soup for the Soul stories were looking for. You know how there's the call for different types of stories, different themes. And I saw Find Your Happiness. And I thought, well, my goodness, that's a perfect fit for what we were doing because we definitely had found some joy and happiness in doing these random acts of kindness. So I sent in the story and lo and behold, it got put in that book. And I loved your story because like most Chicken Soup for the Soul stories, you were very honest and you started out by telling us that you were having a difficult evening with your kids not being that grateful, patient, tolerant, or lovable, right? Right. <laughs> like they were complaining about what were they going to eat and nobody wanted to help and everybody was acting entitled. And that kind of sat you down to think about your family's routines and how they had become kind of mindless and everybody had become so absorbed in their own activities. So tell us how that turned into your good deed a day plan. 
Yes. It was when my daughters were much younger. They're now 18 and 21. And we had all the activities going on. You know, it just kind of felt like we were on an assembly line. Like it was just being a taskmaster to get through the day. And the day that you described was the night that I just went to bed with a heavy heart, just feeling like there has to be more to this. And (laughs) there has to be some more meaning in our lives so that we can start thinking of others more, really. And as I was trying to figure out a way to do that, besides just saying, you know, don't be selfish or let's think of others, I just got this idea to start doing something for others. And I thought in order to make it practical and in order to make it something that we're kind of accountable, I went to the store and bought a notebook and I put on the cover Deed Diary And I had a family meeting with my husband and my two girls. And I said, you know, we're going to try something new. And what we're going to do is we're going to try to do a good deed a day for someone, anyone. You know, it can be in our home. It can be at school, at work, outside, in the community, at church, whatever. And then we're going to record these each night at dinner. You know, it started a little bit rough. Honestly, there were days that someone forgot or we just didn't write it down. But once we got in the rhythm of it and we started to do it, it became this really cool thing. So the girls, you know, didn't even quite understand what a good deed consisted of. So I explained, you know, that it was really just kind of going out of your way to try to make someone's day, to make someone smile. And so we started doing just little things, whether it was making sure we hold the door open for someone or giving someone an intentional compliment, maybe writing a thank you note, maybe sending a card to tell someone you're thinking of them. There was one morning that we went to the bakery and we bought a dozen of these smiley face cookies and we had them bag them in separate bags. And so we each took four and we handed them out randomly and just gave them to people and said, have a nice day, have a nice day. I remember when we got in front of the school where I teach and where my daughters were going, Maddie had me stop the van in front of the school so she could hop out and give one to the crossing guard. And, you know, she hopped out and handed it to him and said, have a nice day. And he peeked in the bag and saw the smiley cookie. And of course he smiled and I'm sure it brightened his day in some way. So it just kind of started like that. And it started to become this wonderful dinner conversation that we would have. I mean, how wonderful is that to sit together and talk about ways that you bless someone, that you brought joy or a smile to someone else in the day and have conversations about that. It was so life-changing because before we would wake up and it was, you know, what do I get today or what do I get to do? And it changed into, well, what can I bring to the day or what can I do for someone? And when that switch started to happen, it was just was heartwarming to hear the girls the night before planning out something they wanted to do for someone or sharing that maybe there was a ripple effect that happened in some way and that someone else reached out and did an act of kindness because of something that they did. So that's kind of where it all started. And we just kept writing these down each night and we kept it up for a whole year. That is so terrific. And I know you also expanded your good deed experiment to your first grade classroom. Yes, that's when I was teaching first grade. And I was having so much joy from doing this with my family. I thought, my goodness, of course we can do this in other places. So I ended up 
having my classroom do this. And we did something more like three things for the whole class to do each day rather than every individual student trying to come up with something. But we would record those together and just celebrating the happiness that we were creating. I eventually went on to create a kindness club for my school. So it spread from just my family to my classroom to the whole entire school. And so when you can see something working and making a difference in some small way, it's always great when you can try to share that with others. I think it's such a wonderful idea. And I'm sure a lot of people will come away thinking they're going to do this as an activity at home or an activity at school if they're a teacher or an activity at work if they're trying to build a corporate culture or build morale. It's just such a great idea. And it was interesting. That story appeared in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Find Your Happiness. And I went and got that old book off my shelf because I hadn't looked at it in such a long time. What a great book that was. I was really impressed. <laughs> As I started looking through it, I spent about an hour going through it yesterday. And I was reading Deborah Norville's foreword for the book, and she listed some ingredients to help us find our happiness. And she had five ingredients, and three of them were such direct tie-ins to your good day-to-day -day strategy. One was to count your blessings. And of course, when you're doing a good deed for someone, you are inherently counting your blessings because you are realizing what you have and how blessed you are and what you can do for other people. And then another ingredient she had was to foster connections. And of course, your good deeds help you reach out to people and make those connections. And then finally, she said another ingredient for helping us find our happiness is to find meaning, purpose, value in what you do for others. So your story was so perfect for our Find Your Happiness book. And it covered three of the five suggestions that Deborah had for how you can find your happiness. Yes. I really enjoyed the whole book and was surprised to then have the story be included in the chicken soup, raising kids with good values, and then also the Simply Happy book. Well, I always loved your story. And so when I wrote my Simply Happy memoir, which was kind of like a journey through Chicken Soup for the Soul books, your story just popped out as one that I had to talk about because it had such an influence on me. And then in the book about raising great kids, of course, we thought this would be a great suggestion for parents. And so that book was really for parents to give them some ideas for how they could improve their parenting, make their home life even better, et cetera. So that's why your story got used in three different places because we just thought it was that terrific. Oh, thank you. Well, I do recommend parents trying this with your family. You would be surprised. And when we first started, you would think, oh, well, just doing one nice thing a day is going to be so easy. But honestly, it's harder than you think because it's not something you would normally do. You know, if you normally send a birthday card to grandma, then that doesn't count. That's not an unexpected act of kindness. It's actually going out of your way to try to do something that is unexpected, something that's going to brighten someone's day in a new way, a different way. And so that's kind of what I think the difference maker was. And it was a challenge for sure, but I feel like it was such a, a positive challenge. So parents, if you're listening, I think it's a, a great thing for you to do. Even if you just do one a week, it can really change the mindset of your kids and how they view the day. I think you're totally right. And I know this is a really popular topic because we put out a book in 2016 
called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Random Acts of Kindness. And it was one of our best-selling books ever. And we have another one coming out in March called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Kindness Matters. And we had so many submissions for that book. When we get a lot of submissions, we know it's going to be a great topic and we're going to get a lot of readers also. So I think your story is still incredibly relevant today, even though we published it in 2011. And, you know, we're going to take a quick break for an ad here, just one ad, and then we're going to be back to talk with Shannon some more. And Shannon, I want to talk to you when we get back about the amazing path that your life took after you wrote that story about Adida Day and what that led to. So we'll be right back to talk about that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back with Shannon Anderson, and we're going to talk about what's happened since she wrote that story, A Day to Day, for our book 11 years ago. So I was blown away when you sent us an email a couple of years ago and told us what that story ended up turning into. But go ahead and tell our listeners what happened. Sure. So I I started to describe some of the ripple effects that were happening, you know, between our family doing it and then the classroom and then having a whole kindness club at school. And I had gone to a writing conference because I now, even though I I was a teacher for 25 years, I'm now out of the classroom and writing and speaking full time. I had gone to this writing conference and was, I had an appointment with an editor to talk one-on-one. And I was sharing that, you know, the story that I'd written for Chicken Soup for the Soul, that I kind of had this vision for creating a book kind of like, well, if you think of Oprah's gratitude journal, where she kind of shares her inspiration for the gratitude journal at the front of the book, and then the rest of it is the journal where you write in what you're grateful for each day. And I kind of had a vision for a day to day becoming something like that. And when I described that to her, she said, I'm going to take this back to my editorial team. And so she did. And she got back with me and she said, well, what we decided was someone can buy their own notebook like you did. We want the whole book to be the story behind the D to day and the ripple effects that happened after. So I set to work on writing a full length book for adults about a D to day. And that's actually what I titled it was a D to day. And when I did that, I ended up contacting the editor when it was all finished. And lo and behold, the turnover rate for editors can sometimes not be good. She was leaving that publishing house. And so the whole project got dropped. And I had written this whole book. I mean, I had spent over a year writing this book. And so I was a little sad about that. But then what ended up happening is I found another publisher that I presented the idea with and they loved the idea and they ended up making it into a book. So it did become the book, Adida Day, Growing in Compassion and Kindness. And I am excited that now I have something that has been used not only by parents, 
I've talked about it, you know, at different women's groups. And I've even heard of some youth groups that are using it kind of like a book study to talk about each chapter individually and, you know, the different things that happened in that chapter. And as they're going through doing a D to day themselves, the effects that they were seeing. Oh, that's terrific. And I know the book came out in uh, February 2021, and it is on Amazon. It's beautiful. So it is available if anybody wants to get a deed a day, Growing in Grace Through Kindness and Compassion, and it's by Shannon Anderson. Definitely pick up a copy on Amazon. Now, you have a Facebook group also that is focused on a deed a day? Yes. So I started several years ago a Facebook group where I wanted to have, I don't, you know, sometimes you get on social media and there are people complaining about things or there's news that is kind of upsetting. And I wanted a positive place that people could go to, that they could just see something uplifting, to see other people sharing blessings or videos of, you know, something that someone did for someone else, positive quotes, those types of things. And so I decided, well, I'll just start it myself. And so I created a little Facebook group. It's just called, again, Adida Day. And You'll know you found it if it's a white background and it has black polka dots and it just says a D to day. And there are over a thousand people on there. But each weekday, I make sure and post something positive. I share something from someone else that was positive or I create something just to have people have something uplifting to see during the day, maybe give them ideas for doing an act of kindness or just to have a heartwarming story they get to enjoy. And I've had a lot of people tell me that are a part of the group. I I send it at 4.30 in the morning when I wake up. It's the first thing that I post. And I've had so many people tell me that's the first thing they see when they get up in the morning and that they appreciate it. So that's what keeps me going doing it, knowing that it makes a difference for some people. And if anyone wants to be a part of it, it's, it's a public group. You're welcome to hop on there and join us and share positive things that are happening in your lives as well. Well... That is great. I'm just sitting here stunned that you get up at 4.30 every day and you're not a farmer (laughs) and you're no longer teaching and you're not a newscaster doing the morning show. So I think some mornings I get up at 4.30 to pee and go right back to bed again. I mean, (laughs) that's like the middle of the night for me. (laughs) Anyway, I know you also have some other books because when I was on Amazon, I saw a whole bunch of other books. That was you, right? Yes, yes. So that was why I ended up leaving teaching so that I could continue to write. So a lot of the things that I write are kind of mental health or social emotional learning focused for kids because I have so many, when you've taught for that long, you have lots of things that happen in your classroom and lots of things that you would like to somehow bring to light and share positive ways of dealing with things. So for example, I write a lot about growth mindset. I have three books on growth mindset. So I've got my why is for yet, which is a growth mindset alphabet book. And I, the reason I made it an alphabet book was not because it's for kids learning the alphabet. I I wanted that vehicle of 26 letters to be able to share all the things, you know, resilience and optimism and things about our brain and how we learn. And so I have that. And then I was asked to write one that was 
for older grades, so a middle grade called Mindset Power. And I have a new one coming out called Yay, You Failed. And that one is all about the power of learning from our mistakes. Because when you try something, even if you fail, it's it's awesome that you tried in the first place. So I have a lot of growth mindset things to help kids and promote positive attitudes and habits. I've written Penelope Perfect is about a perfectionist and it is based on someone I had in my classroom who was just so hard on herself. And it just broke my heart to see how hard she would be on herself when she would just misspell a word or miss one math problem or something when she was trying something new. I wrote Too Shy to Say Hi about kids with maybe social anxiety that are nervous about asking someone to play or to sit with them or be their partner. And one of my newest ones I'll share is I Love Strawberries. And that one comes out soon. And even though the focus of the publisher for that one, it's Feeding Minds Press, which is part of the Farm Bureau Foundation, my focus for writing it was actually about determination. So it's this girl's determination to convince her parents she's responsible enough to grow her own strawberry patch. There are more, but those are the types of books I love to write because I want to be able to empower kids and inspire them. And what better way than to be able to open a book you know, on a lap or in a classroom to then open up a great discussion about what this character is going through rather than having to have that direct discussion with the child who's dealing with that issue. It's much easier to frame it through a character. Those books all sound amazing. So go on Amazon and look up all of Shannon Anderson's books for adults and for children. Well, Shannon, Thank you so much for joining us today. You're even more multi-talented than I realized when I started out this interview. <laughs> so where can our listeners go on the internet to find out more about you? Well, everything is probably right on my website, shannonisteaching.com. But I'm also on most of the social media, Twitter, I'm at Shannon Teaches. And on Facebook, I'm at author Shannon Anderson. So pretty easy to find me. Good. And then there's your D-to-Day Facebook group as well, yes. which is another way to find you. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I'm glad we finally got this on the calendar after me trying for two years to, to do it. I'm really happy it happened. I'm Amy Newmark, everybody. I want to thank you for listening today. Come back Monday for a bit of fun. I'm going to be sharing two stories about why you should treat your dog like a human at times. Of course, you might already be treating your dog that way, and then you'll find some justification in these really entertaining tales of canine behavior. Shannon, thank you, and I look forward to possibly getting more Chicken Soup for the Soul stories from you. Thank you, Amy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.